everyone, and welcome to the Victoriously Anointed Podcast with me, Lynn Stacy. I am so glad that you guys could join me uh, for a series on faith. This is day one, and we're going to go a little bit over what faith is. Uh, faith, and we're going to talk a, bit, a little bit about the enemies of faith that kind of attack your faith. Um, and so Hebrews tells us that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And so... I really want to focus on that word evidence, uh, but as we get begin to focus on this word evidence, I'm going to go through a little bit of um, story and giving definitions and different things like that, and then some of the things we're going to come back to. So let's focus on this word evidence. And so I went to the King James Bible Dictionary, and I wanted to really look up that word evidence. And so um, this is what it says, that which elucidates and enables the mind to see truth. Proof arising from our own perceptions by the senses or from our own perceptions by the senses or from the testimony of others or from inductions of reason. Our senses furnish evidence of the existence of matter, of solidity, of color, of heat and cold, of a difference in qualities, of bodies, of figure, etc. The declarations of a witness furnish evidence of facts to court and jury and reasoning or, or the deductions of the mind from facts or arguments furnish evidence of truth or falsehood that was a lot to take in and we're going to come back to that definition um, when um, the time comes we're going to focus on uh, one part of it this word that says elucidates and we're going to um, begin to really break that down um ooh, guys excuse me um, so that was, um, they said that, that is the now part of it, which is what it embodies. This is what evidence embodies. And when you begin to think about that being in the definition of faith, according to Hebrews 11 and 1, um, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen, the King James Version, um, then you can kind of uh, understand, you'll be able to understand a little bit more about faith. Because faith is that word that we kind of hear all the time and we, we know that we should have faith and faith in this and faith that, faith that. And so I kind of want to talk about a little bit about faith because um, it's so important um, in your walk with God. Faith is a thing that is pleasing to God. Um, and if you go to Hebrews 11 and 1, you will go through a whole list of people from the Bible that please God through their faith. Um, Abraham and uh, and Isaac and you'll go through and you'll see Abel and just different ones in the Bible. So then um, we get into another um, uh, thing about evidence. Um, it says to elucidate, to prove, to make clear to the mind, to show it, and to show in such a manner that the mind can uh, that the mind can apprehend the truth or in a manner to convince it. So we're going to break these definitions down as we go through. Um, and I'm just reading from some notes that I um, kind of wrote down concerning evidence, concerning faith. Um, and so I just want you guys to be able to understand and know as well. Um, so it says to, let's go back to break down, okay, these definitions further because I really need you to comprehend faith. But before we get into the different um, the different parts of this definition, I'm going to tell you another version of this uh, this text, Hebrews 11 and 1. So the NIV uh, reads, that's a new international version. It says, now faith is the confidence and what we hope for and the assurance about what we do not see. Uh, that word confidence and that word assurance, um, I believe everybody can understand what confidence is and what assurance is. But it's a confidence that you have in God uh, is what that confidence is and that assurance that you have of his word or the thing that he has spoken over your life. And then the Message Bible, it reads something like this. 
The fundamental fact of existence is that this trust in God, this faith is the firm foundation under everything that makes life worth living. It's our handle on what we can't see our handle on what we can't see uh, and I, I, I like that it's a firm foundation because when God gives you something and you stand on faith you're standing on the firm foundation so the NIV says that this evidence is an assurance so meaning I know it to be true even though right now everything around me may look like oh this isn't going to happen it isn't going to come to pass or even though um, just different things in my life may um, show me that um, this is something this is an impossible thing but God makes things possible so uh, in assurance meaning I know it to be true I am solid in what I believe when you are assured of something you begin to respond with your bodily senses and tools the mind your heart your actions and headed towards the direction of what you believe is going to happen and what you know is going to happen that's what faith is it's a it's an inward knowing so an example that i want to use of that is abraham abraham was assured of the fact that god told him to leave his father's house and go to a land that i will show you so he began to produce evidence that he believed what god had said and so I imagine that um, in producing the evidence of what God said and, 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 show, and that evidence coming forth was um, he started packing. He probably told his family, I don't know where exactly I'm going, but God told me he's to leave and that he will show me a, a land. And so he had to trust what God would, uh, he had to trust that God was going to reveal to him where exactly it was that he needed to go. Even though God didn't say go to a specific place. He just told him to get in the process of moving, get in the process of relocating. Um, so he knew he was in a process of relocating. And as he began to move in the direction of God's word, um, God, showed, um, God showed himself um, that he will provide and he will perform his word. So the Message Bible talks about faith being distrust in God, meaning if you are going to live by faith, you're going to have to know what God has said. And if you don't talk to God or get around those who God speaks through, you won't have an assurance <laughs> because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so in order for this confidence and this assurance to be built that the, uh, that the um, word tells us about, you have to seek the one who holds your future in his hands and then you can continue to seek God to confirm what you believe he has shown you. And he will walk you through the process. That's one thing about God. He's not going to leave you alone. <laughs> He's not going to leave you alone in the process. He will walk through that thing with you. He will make sure he will confirm it with you. He'll build your confidence. He'll give you the tools that you need inwardly. And then he'll begin to give you the tools that you need outwardly. He'll put the right people in the right position at the right time in your life to boost your, to encourage you, to boost, help boost your confidence. God knows exactly what it is you need. Um, so he has shown you. Um, so God, let me make sure I'm going back. Y'all read my notes now <laughs> because you have to seek the one who holds your future in his hands. And then you can continue to seek God to confirm what you believe he has shown you. And he will walk you with you to provide the evidence of what you believe so that your confidence in what he said will be in operation. We want faith that's in operation, right? It's so much better when things you begin to see things kind of walk through the process and you begin to see those things kind of come to pass. Um, so that's what, uh, that's what um, it is when it likes to have faith. So faith. Uh, on Bible Talk Tuesdays, we're talking about King David. Um, and I believe that King David, uh, it goes hand in hand with just a lesson of faith. You can talk about a lot of parts in the Bible that go hand in hand with faith. Abraham and Isaac. And you can talk about um, different ones, Jacob, and different ones who believe God in faith. Um, so I'm going to talk about King David. Because King David, he really had to fight for what God told him. 
He he did. Um, and so if you have not tuned in to this last past Tuesday about our lesson over King David on God's radar, uh, I, I encourage you to listen to that um, that Tuesday Bible Talk podcast because you will see how God how God um, had David on his radar. And as we continue to walk through the story of David, you will see how that faith drove him to fight for and plan and prepare for what was rightfully his, given to him by God. He had the, uh, he had been given the, um, the appointment of being the king. And so, uh, so um, God anointed, God, God sent his uh, servant Samuel to anoint David to be king. And so, um, he had to fight for it. So this one, this is what we're going to be talking about on Bible Talk Tuesdays. If you did not join us for the last Tuesday, um, I encourage you to tune in, um, to listen up, um, to the, uh, listen to that podcast, and then continue to listen throughout um, the rest of the month to learn about King David. Um, so this is a month of faith, a month of firmly standing on what God has said. And if you want your faith to grow, um, I encourage you to continue to tune in and listen up. Um, if you want to be, uh, if you want to hear what uh, is is going on in victoriously anointed land, I will say that. <laughs> so, it, so let's go back to this definition of evidence and break it down because sometimes we miss the God clues. We miss the clues that God has um, placed within our life um, that He plants um, in our lives in order to see our in order to see our lives. Um, um, our lives change and transform um, and so his clues you need his wisdom his leadership his guidance in order to get to those things you have to talk to him pray and seek his face it's it's it's, it's so um, um interesting and the reason why i say that is i was gonna say it's so funny but god has the plan for our lives he has the plans for our lives and so it's like the only thing we have to do is pray and seek him about it and then be willing to just kind of go forward um sometimes we may have to wait sometimes we have to continuously pray um to pray and to seek his face so that he can kind of begin to unfold those plans as um we get into position into place and as we begin to walk out the things that we believe um because sometimes he has to build our confidence that this is what i did say and this is what is going to happen and i'm going to build your confidence so that you can know that you can do this because you can do it through me i can do all things through christ which strengthens you which, which strengthens me <laughs> i'm sorry um God can do all things through, I mean, I can do all things through Christ. Y'all, I'm going to get this together. <laughs> I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. So um, we're getting into the definition. But before we do that, uh, I'm going to show you some evidence in my own life. And this is only a small piece, a small piece of uh, just a testimony that God has been really developing in me, a, 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 a vision, a purpose that he has for my life. So um, I developed an interest in cameras as a child. Um, I saw a, uh, there's there's different points in my life that I can specifically remember where a camera was put in my face and the thing I could stare at was um, the camera. And one of those specific events was I was on a youth trip with the church and the lady, you guys remember when they had those big old bulky cameras, you know, it wasn't the little small things, it was the bulky ones. And so I was on a um, church trip and there was a youth leader that had a camera and she was video recording us. And so that kind of, um, I was just so fascinated by the camera and the fact that you can record things. Um, and I was fascinated by that. And then um, as, a, as a child, like uh, I would say preschool, kindergarten age, I really don't know. Uh, one of my mom's friends used to have those Polaroid cameras. You know, the Polaroid cameras, you take the picture and the film comes out and you just fan that thing and then you'll be able to have your picture. 
Um, and so just um, seeing how God developed an interest for me as a child and as a youth um, with um, cameras. And then, um, so my curiosity kind of grew from there. Um, I didn't have a camera yet though. I didn't, um, so I wasn't taking really pictures at the time. So as I grew and got into high school, I started, uh, I used a throwaway, the throwaway cameras when I wanted to take pictures. So I was part of um, the Outward Bound program and we went on, a, they took us to um, DC one year and I took a throwaway camera with me. <laughs> and so different things like that and different events in my life, I took the throwaway cameras. But my sister, um, one of my old, older sisters, um, she got a um, Kodak digital camera. And when she got that camera, I used to always ask for it. She probably remembers it um, too, or she might have forgotten about it, I don't know. But I used to have a camera all the time at school, just taking pictures, taking pictures, taking pictures. I just love capturing the moment. Um, I'm such a storyteller. And so I just, I love just capturing photos and different things like that. And all those photos I used to place in the uh, on social media, but um, I deleted my account. And then, so anyway, we're not gonna get into that. So I grew up into um, just loving cameras and just, um, I love taking pictures. And so um, then I got into college. Um, so mind you, I had to leave the camera there um, because I went to college um, <laughs> in a different city. And so uh, I went to college and I still was fascinated by cameras. And so my, um, for my birthday, I think it was my birthday, it might've been my birthday or either Christmas, but I believe it was my birthday. My eldest brother, he ended up buying me a digital camera. And so um, the digital camera, uh, it didn't really take the, 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 the kind of quality that the uh, previous camera had. But um, the thing that I like about it was a point and shoot camera. And so the thing that I liked about it was that I still got to take pictures. And so um, I, had, I was happy about just um, receiving that camera from him that he bought for me. And so um, in college, I was snapping pictures, snapping pictures. And I never really thought that, you know, uh, this was something that I could like turn into a career. This is something that I would want to do long term. I was just taking photos, taking pictures. And so um, I have a, a story about how my, uh, I'd say my camera evolution kept on going, but I'm going to go ahead and do a, a jump through. So I graduated college, you know, lived a life a little bit, um, uh, did different things, went through different things. But I eventually found myself in a predicament where I didn't have a job. So I didn't have a job at the time and I needed one. So I just began to see God about it. I began to see God and after months of prayer, <laughs> after months of prayer, <laughs> y'all, I'm just like, I don't think I'm gonna get it. I don't know if I'm gonna get a job. <laughs> but anyway, after months of prayer, um, God spoke, spoke to me and I, I was seeking him about it and um, told me about uh, photography. And it just, it was, I, I was kind of like a little bit shocked by it and not in a sense that, you know, like, um, I was shocked because I didn't think that, you know, that's what he would say to me. And I thought about it and I was like, you know what, photography makes sense because that's something that I love. But I never really thought that, you know, I could have, I could find a photography job. <laughs> you know, that was kind of my thinking, like, I could find a photography job, but I went online, I went on Indeed, and I um, typed in photography. And Life Touch Preschool Portraits Division was hiring. And so um, I applied for that job and I called them like that day and I was able to get in contact with somebody. And then they got me in contact with the person that was doing the hiring. And so I was able to like get the job like that. I'm telling you, when God has that thing planned up and, you, and, and lined out and orchestrated, you, you can um, get the thing that you need in the time that you need it. And so um, 
I uh, got that job as a uh, photographer, uh, working for Life Touch preschool porches. And the thing that I love working for Life Touch. Um, so one of the things that I used to do in college was being a resident assistant in RA. And basically, what an RA is, they pretty much are kind of like they have they have a group of of, of uh, residents that live inside of the halls the, the dormitories the residence halls <laughs> um they have a um and they're kind of like over that floor and so the thing that i loved about it we went to a uh, regional conference in uh in kansas and so it kind of just reminded me being an ra again and i love that um, about it and then i got to travel um i had, it had great hours and i got to take photos and still i was able to work with um kids and so um, everything just kind of like, it just seemed like it just fit me. Um, the whole traveling aspect, working with kids and being able to take um, photos. And so um, I, I love it. And then at the training session that I was telling you guys about that reminded me of kind of being an RA, um, they had photo, uh, a photo contest. So they had different types of photo contests um, that you could do throughout the company. But even though I love this job, some things kind of um, took place in my life. And so I ended up having to give it up um, after one season of just doing it. Um, and one season um, would be like a semester in school. Um, so um, it ended up only being for like um, half of a school year. I'll, I'll make it equivalent to that. Uh, so I was heartbroken about it. Um, one reason why was because I loved it. But uh, furthermore, because I knew God had given it to me in prayer. <laughs> I knew that God had given it to me in prayer. I knew that it was something that I had sought God on. Um, so I found myself uh, without a job again uh, and went back to prayer. I went back to prayer and I, I knew in the back of my mind, like, you know what, Lord God, you had just given me a job and I really enjoyed the job. And now I find myself without a job again and I'm coming back to you again. And so, uh, but the thing about God, uh, he has a way of just kind of just loving on you, of loving on you. And so um, after a few more months without having a job, um, I kept on seeking God about it. He told me to apply, uh, he told me Walgreens. And so um, I went and I went to apply Wal Walgreens and it just so happened that they had a, the, uh, a position available as a photo specialist. <laughs> Is that not ridiculous? I'm just telling you, God, that was just performing things in my life, performing things in my life. Uh, and so um, God knows exactly what you need even before you even recognize that you need it. Um, so just uh, a photo specialist, you guys, isn't that like, <laughs> that's like um, crazy. Um, and that's just how faith works when you begin to just kind of live your life. Um, just live your life seeking God, obeying and praying. Um, then God can begin to build and show you little by little and day by day. Uh, so, so much I could add in here because this isn't the entirety of the testimony, but I knew photography was a, uh, was a starting point. It was a, it was a, it was a market, um, that, um, I needed to kind of, um, be in, uh, so it was just, I knew that that's kind of like something that I didn't, uh, didn't want to give up. I didn't want to give it up. Um, not only did I not want to give it up, I knew that um, I still remember God wouldn't just give me this, uh, two, two things I could do that have kind of like the same basis. And so um, uh, as I began to do photography, kind of take my own pictures and different things like that uh, with the first time of me starting a business. <laughs> After I began to kind of do that, I knew that photography was a saturated area, uh, was a saturated market when I decided to kind of uh, 
as I began to do it, really, and as I began to go into it, um, so I, I knew I needed something different. I'm always, um, I'm kind of solution focused and I'm kind of always trying to find something creative or a different way to do things. And so I knew I needed something different. Do you not know that God can give you a mindset to kind of, ooh, excuse me, see things differently, um, do things differently and different things like that? So um, he has allowed me to, he gave me something when I was in my mid-20s, around the time when I was kind of like, you know what, you know how on a resta uh, restaurants, they kind of like, uh, sometimes people look at places and see like, okay, what's not here that I can bring in? And so that's how it was for me with photography. What, what is not being done, even though there was a lot being done, that I can do differently? And so um, he gave me something at the age of, well, I'm not, it was in my mid-20s. And, um, but he has allowed me to see it more clearly at the age of 32, <laughs> at the age of 32. So I probably was like 23, 24 when he gave it to me, uh, when he gave that specifically to me, even though he had been building first, it started with the interest. Then it started with me actively doing it. Then it started with me seeking God in prayer. And so he had, he had been building it in me. But, uh, when I began to get a little bit more serious about it and different things like that, uh, to see that he had been building it. I'm just giving you an example of faith in my life. Um, so uh, sometimes it, it, it's not that uh, when you see stuff in your life and it, you're working towards building some things and, and, and it, it's not working out, it doesn't mean that it's not the direction you're supposed to get, go in. Sometimes we try to do things too early when it's not time for it. Sometimes God has to finish completing the vision and the work within you um, and so don't just give up. Don't just throw it away. Even if sometimes you have to push pause on some things. Sometimes you just need to keep on seeking God. This is where faith comes in, that confidence and that assurance that I know that God gave me this and I just cannot walk away from it because God gave it to me and I w I'm going to stand on it. I'm going to believe it. God, I just trust that you're going to bring this back to me in the time that it's meant to come back to me in. And so um, that's kind of like uh, uh, what I had to do with photography a couple times, like um, just kind of like put it down for a little bit, <laughs> put it down for a little bit, even if it's um, even if it was just me kind of taking pictures on my own. Um, but as far as trying to like uh, do the business side of it, I had to put it down for a little bit. <laughs> um, put it down for a little bit and then um, I started taking pictures and with different like volunteering pictures and different things like that but um, sometimes you have to put things down and sometimes you just have to learn to enjoy um, enjoy the process of where you are if you heard my um, interview with God frame um, on yesterday um, you would know that um, that was one of the things that we kind of talk about sometimes God just wants you to learn to enjoy where you are and what you do have um, and so um, I believe that when God uh, blesses us with something, that's something that he wants us to do. He wants us to enjoy, enjoy it. Um, so um, God can give you the direction that you need. Um, he can give you the direction that you need. And sometimes um, God wants to build that confidence, the hope, the faith, the assurance in you um, that you need as you head in that direction. So uh, talking about that, we're going to go back to this definition of evidence because I believe that that was part of the evidence that God was producing in my life, that he was with me. Not only was he with me, but that he was uh, allowing different things to occur in my life to kind of help to show me that, hey, I've been building this in you for a while. 
Um, and so sometimes when you, especially when you really begin to step in your purpose, into your destiny, into your calling, you begin to see, man, God, I'm looking back over the years of my life from the time I was a child or from this time or from that time. And I'm seeing how you have been orchestrating different things in my life to come to pass. And it will really truly bless your, your soul. You truly begin to see how and where God has been in your life. But in order to see that, you have to seek God. You have to walk with him through the process, whatever that process looks like for you. Uh, my process may not be your process. It's not going to look the same because we're two different people. And on, 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 we have different shoes and different journeys to walk on. Um, some things that, that um, I may go through or that you may go through may be able to connect to each other. But even then, the experience is still going to be different. Um, and so we're going to go back to this definition that I read earlier about evidence. Um, and I'm going to um, kind of reread it. Um, the first part of it anyway, the, um, that which elucidates and enables the mind to see truth, proof arising from our own perceptions by the senses or um, from or or from the testimony of others. It's so important. It's so wonderful to hear other people's testimonies. Um, and sometimes you get to a point where you have to have your own testimony. You oh, you have to have your own testimony. And God God um, builds that God will build that in you. You have to have your own testimony. You need uh, uh, not only does the testimony of others help um, help you, but your testimony is going to bless somebody else. And so um, we're going to look at this word elucidates to make clear. Um, to manifest, and I got this off of KingJamesBibleDictionary.com too. It says to make clear, to manifest. People talk about this word manifestation. Manifestation is part of faith. To explain, to remove from obscurity, from and uh, render intelligible. <laughs> Isn't that awesome, this word? Um, to illustrate. And when you think about something that's illustrated, it's visually designed. It's visually designed. So faith through in the so faith through intangible though intangible i'm sorry you guys faith though intangible can be visually seen through the actions produce your works because faith without works is dead faith without works is dead evidence that which elucidates and enables the mind to see truth that which is made clear and enables the mind to see truth that which is made manifest and enables the mind to see truth that which <laughs> that which removes obscurity and enables the mind to see uh, to see truth meaning that when god speaks a word to you when he gives you a purpose when he when he when god sends out a word it's not going to come back to him void god only god can only speak truth <laughs> so when God gives you something that he says he's going to manifest in your life, that's the truth that you can stand on, even though you may not have seen it all the way manifested in the, uh, in the natural. So God will provide you with the clarity you need for the purpose he has established within you. You just have to keep walking. And as you keep walking with him, the purpose will begin to manifest itself. It doesn't mean you're fully, you, it doesn't mean you fully realized it yet. Um, like how David be, uh, became the anointed king and evidence began to manifest itself before he took on the full fullness of the role and the position of being the king. Um, before he took on that full role and that position. Um, and I would talk about just being the whole, the whole photography thing. I still don't think I've taken on the whole full role of, uh, of doing everything that, that God has for me to do through my interest and my liking different things. Because uh, it, if, if I were to go into everything, I love to write. I love film. I love photography. I just love being creative. And everything just kind of pulls together. And it's just like, it's awesome and amazing. Um, so just because you haven't um, been put into position yet doesn't mean God 
God hasn't been manifested in your life. <laughs> Just because you haven't been put in that position yet doesn't mean that God hasn't been showing the evidence that it will happen. Doesn't mean that he, it hasn't been, um, been seen. Um, so that you can begin to live by faith, you have to pray and seek God concerning your life and be patient with yourself that you will get, um, that you will get to where you need to be in time. And, uh, and put, you have to put in the works, the preparation. Sometimes before you can get to another step, you have to complete the one you're on. You have to complete the one you're on before God can reveal one step from you. And sometimes you have to learn. And some steps that you take, um, you have to learn within those steps. Some tip steps you get through like that. But then some steps, it's like uh, that step is a process. <laughs> that step is a process you have to get through too. So during the process, you have to watch out for faith's enemy. You have doubt. Um, discouragement, unbelief, fear, things that come up against faith. Um, things that come up against faith. When you are, and it's, some, it's when you're still going through and you're still trying to gain clarity and confirmation that God, I, 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 that, you're, that you actually did tell this to me. And it's not just something that I created in my head. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Um, because those things will try to hinder and or block you from acting out in faith. Why? Because when you fully realize your purpose and recognize who you are, you begin to live that abundant life. You are not only setting yourself up for blessing, but those who will be blessed by the work you are to do. The work that you are to do. You guys, we have a very real enemy. And that very real enemy, um, the devil in hell, they don't want to see um, God's blessings going, for, going forth in the earthly realm. But it's up to us to be able to walk in our purpose and our callings and our destinies to, destinies to fulfill whatever it is God has for us to do on the earth. Uh, if it, the devil will do anything to block the flow of God's blessings in your life, he will do anything to block the, um, God's flow of blessings in the, in, in the world. And we have to be a light and we have to be a blessing. And part of being a light and a blessing is fulfilling the callings and purposes that God has for you. Um, so God has to build your confidence sometimes. Sometimes God has to build that confidence in you that what he says um, and, 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 and what he says, and that's established by walking with him through life. You have to take God on your journey with you. I don't care what you face in life. I don't care what your situation looks like. It's not defined by the circumstances around you. You have to build your life on what God says, not on how what life throws at you, not on what you're facing right now, not on if it's difficult, not on if it's hard, not on if you can if you feel like you can do it you have to build build it on what god says god what did you say that's what i want my confidence built up in that's what you have to build your faith on be steadfast unmovable always abounding in love god wants us to walk by faith and not by sight we can't walk by the things that we see um through our uh in just the natural world we have to walk by the things that he shows us in here and in here we have to walk by those things in the mind and in our hearts um, there are so many other things connected to your build, your your, your building uh, of what God has purposed in you than just the basics of, um, let's say, just going to go and learn about the business side of things. There is so much more connected to faith than that. It's a faith is a spiritual thing, and you're gonna need a spiritual God that can help you through the process because you have uh, you have different things um, that, like I said, attack faith. You have different things that will attack your faith and want you to be stagnant. That want 
you to be lazy, that wants you to be procrastinator, that doesn't want you to have diligence, that doesn't want you to have the determination, that doesn't want you to be able to go forth in whatever it is that God has purposed and placed in your heart. And you have to be able to have the confidence and the assurity and the assurity of what God said in order for it to come to pass. Because let me tell you something. Uh, 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 faith without faith without faith is impossible to please God and we want to be pleasing to God um, we want to be pleasing to God so uh, let me get this notes right quick you guys there are so many other things connected to um, you building uh, when it comes to faith uh, certain learning the bit uh, certain requirements um, so there are internal requirements um, that will provide you with the sustainability you need to walk in faith it's okay if you say well right now my faith is a little low guess what get in prayer see God he can build that <laughs> that's not our issue for God it's just a matter of do you want the faith do you want the faith to do whatever it is in you to do God can help you with it faith is an assured thing if you are going back and forth that's evidence your confidence is a little shaky and it's not there um, you have to be confident in what God said um, and it still it still needs uh, timing to be built because your uh, mind um, ain't producing the truth of what God said but rather um, that enemy called doubt that enemy called doubt will show up boy and it'll get you to questioning Lord Jesus are you sure that that enemy called doubt I'm telling you right now we rebuke that thing <laughs> that enemy we call doubt will just it, 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 if you're if you're doubting and if you're wavering let me tell you something that ain't faith and God ain't responding to it because you doubting you doubting and so, but God can take, God can take that thing and flip it around and give you such a faith and a confidence that you'd be like a, a year from now, you'd be like, Lord Jesus, I remember when I was questioning and asking you whether or not you wanted to do this for me. And now I'm standing in it. <laughs> That's what it's like when you take your journey with God. Um, so, and it's okay. Like, you know, but you have to admit to yourself that, Hey, I've been living in fear. I've been living in doubt. I've been living in this and Lord God, I need you to take it from me. I need you to build my confidence. I need you to build an assurity in me because I want to do what it is that you're asking me to do, but God, I need your help. Um, we have to be willing to lift our eyes onto the hills from what's coming to our help and knowing our help comes from God. Um, so, uh, see, you know, when you fully stepped into faith, when the circumstances, um, when you don't allow the circumstances around you to dictate to you the fact of whether or not it will happen, you keep going and you keep moving in belief on what your mind sees. Sometimes we be having these big old visions in our head, boy. <laughs> we be having these big old visions in our head. And we have to um, be able to know, help God, God has to help us to navigate that thing. Help us to navigate navigate because sometimes it just be us and sometimes but it really do be God you have to know what's God in order to do that you have to be able to walk with God and seek God and over time he'll begin he'll clarify God clarifies his vision he clarifies um, so the thing produced on the outside is first made manifest on the inside what is God manifesting in you that's producing on the outside <laughs> faith will produce a determination in you that says I don't care where I am in life what God has spoken, what I see clearly and defined in my life will happen. And I'm going to stand on that truth. God's word is truth. It's not always easy standing in faith. I want you to know that it's not always easy standing in faith. Because you do have ups and downs. Sometimes you get frustrated. I'm telling you the human condition. You get frustrated. You get you I mean sometimes I've gotten frustrated at the pot. Yeah. Sometimes you have to figure out why something isn't working out. Why this or that is happening? Why this or this isn't happening? You have to um, get figure those things out. That's why you have to take God on your journey with you. 
um, you have to pray and um, and, and, and expect him um, to reveal what, he, you need, what needs to be revealed in time. And the pieces, they, they come together if you just take God on your journey with you. Um, faith is not always easy to stand in, but it's possible. I would even dare say something um, you have to learn. Sometimes you have to learn how to have faith. And having faith doesn't mean erasing the realities of dealing with what comes with life. Faith is, uh, faith is um, it's hard in some situations when it seems like you need the um, thing to happen because it's a thing that will make the situation around you better. And it's like sometimes God will uh, allow what he's telling you to move in faith in. He'll allow the opposite to be happening in your life. <laughs> and it's like, Lord Jesus, what in the world is going on? And so it's like, Lord God, this is not supposed to be happening right now. Because that's a test of faith. That's when the testing of faith comes in. And really and truly, that's when your faith really is built. Because um, that's when you really get to exercise your faith. Because you, your um, faith, well, this is what I'm really going to um, get into. If, let's say if God promised you health. Let's say promise you health. But you're sick internally, and it's kind of like, you, so what's being manifested is this. But God says you're healed. And so you have to uh, know that, know uh, within you that, but I know what God said. Because sometimes it's, it, 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 it's like, why is God said one thing, but the opposite is happening in my life. Um, but that's when you get to exercise the, the, the tool and the principle of faith. Um, if that makes sense and when you begin to exercise when you think about exercise when you begin to exercise something it strengthened is made stronger it gets better the more you exercise it the more you stand on it you become uh, you become steadfast and unmovable when you get to exercise those godly principles um, in your life um, whether that's trust whether that's confidence whether that's um, confidence in God whether that's uh, endurance whether that's love whatever it is um, sometimes we have to prove God has to prove us in certain things so sometimes you have to watch the temptations that will come to you and obtaining whatever it is you are seeking for because temptations will come they will come uh, but you have to uh, make a vow to stand in faith that lord i trust you to do it i don't want to gain uh you, you don't want to gain your blessings by unrighteous means um, you don't want to gain your um, blessings by unrighteous means. You want to be. You want to gain them by righteousness. And if God says something, you definitely want to uh, walk with Him. And sometimes it, it, it may take a little waiting, and sometimes it may take a little building, and sometimes it's going to take a little work. But you want to gain it through righteous means. Um, so I'm going to use Jesus as the example. He was our perfect example, and so I'm going to use Him as an example. So right before Jesus entered into His ministry on earth, the devil tempted Him. He tempted him with what was already his. <laughs> Listen to me now. What was already what already belonged to him, the devil was was tempting him with. Don't bow down to the enemy when God has already promised you what he's trying to give you through unrighteous means. It's going to be better coming from God. So uh, the uh, the rock that he told uh, in one of the passages of scriptures, he was saying, "Turn this rock into bread. You know, turn this this stone into bread." Uh, did not Jesus eventually perform a bread miracle? It wasn't a rock, but it was actually the loaves. Did he not? Didn't he perform them a miracle of bread? See? <laughs> and then he talked to him about giving him all the kingdoms. Did not Jesus accomplish that at the cross? <laughs> did he not accomplish that at the cross? He did. And then he told him to, uh, um, the devil told him to worship, bow down and worship him. Uh, do uh, do we not worship Jesus? 
We do. We lift up his name. In the name of Jesus, there is healing. In the name of Jesus, there is blessing. In the name of Jesus, we live by that name. <laughs> we live by that name. Faith is a walk of integrity. Y'all, I'm on this Jesus name. I'm there is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. And the great thing about Jesus is he already took the scars for you. He took it for you already. He has, if you would just, Lord, go before me in whatever it is I face. Lord, go before me in whatever it is you have for me to do. And do you not know that he will walk before you? Everything is already lined up. Some things we have been predestined for that God has already taken this. <clears throat> Let me re-say that. Some things we have been predestined for that God has already taken the steps on. The only thing we have to do is just walk in faith because he's already gone before us. He's already gone before us. That's why the enemy, the enemy wants to, to attack your faith. He wants to attack it with doubt. He wants to attack it with fear. He wants to attack, attack it with unforgiveness. He wants to attack it with bitterness. He wants to attack it. And so you have to uh, uh, make the decision to say, uh, even though I may be, maybe, uh, even though you may be, um, um, I would say, co-signing with some of those enemies of faith, I'm going to still, I'm going to, I'm going to put God in it and he's going to help me to overcome this thing. I'm going to put, even though I may be co-signing right now, I'm not going to be a co-signer for long. Eventually I'm going to take my name off of that. <laughs> Eventually I'm going to take my name off of doubt because God is going to, is God is going to help to build my faith. Eventually I'm going to take my name off of fear because God is building my faith. He's building that confidence up within me. Um, so if you find yourself in there, it's okay. That's why you got to take God on your journey with you. Ain't nobody tripping. Just go take God on your journey with you, baby, and overcome that thing. <laughs> we're more than over, we're more than conquerors. God has given the ability to overcome. We wouldn't be overcomers if we had nothing to overcome. Sometimes you got to overcome doubt to get faith. Sometimes you got to overcome uh, feelings of inadequacies in order to get faith. Don't worry, baby. You are right. <laughs> you are right. You are right. Just take God on your journey with you. Stop trying to do everything on your own. It ain't going to be accomplished that way. Take God on your journey with you. Amen. So faith is a walk of integrity um, that says, I will not accomplish my God-given purpose using the devil's methods and ways. Uh, rather, I will walk this thing through with God because I am confident that what I see and hope for will be made manifest in my life and the time and in the season is supposed to be made manifest. You ain't got to worry about what God spoke because if you keep on walking out in faith and take him on your journey with them, with you, it will begin to make be manifested in your life. That's why I'm telling you guys to go back and listen to the Bible talk series on David because God began to manifest what he has spoken. Uh, God began to manifest what he has spoken. So you want godly faith. Um, you you want you want godly faith. You are going to need God. You're going to need God in your journey. Um, I pray that uh, you guys have really uh, understood exactly what I was talking about when I'm talking about faith and its enemies, because we have a uh, we have a um, a very real uh, reason for being here. We are the light of the, when you come into God, it says, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. <laughs> neither do men light a, 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 a candlestick and put it under a bushel, but neither do men light a candle and put it under a, a bushel, but on a candlestick. We are the light. 
You are the salt of the earth. And if the salt has lost its favor, what would shall it be salted? We, we can't, we don't cower down. We don't back down to the enemy. Oh, no, 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 no. If you find yourself in that state, I will pray and see God. Lord God, I trust that you're going to build my confidence. Right now, Lord God, I may not be able to do it, but Lord God, I trust that you're going to build my confidence. You got to begin to speak that thing out of your mouth. Because faith is the evidence of things, um, the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Meaning, God, I'm hoping you, Lord God, for more faith. I'm hoping for more faith. I'm hoping for more strength. And so I'm going to begin to produce the evidence that, Lord God, I believe you are going to supply me with what I need. Amen. Amen. I'm hoping that I'm making sense on this thing because we really got to understand faith because we, we walk by it. We walk by faith, not by sight. We walk by faith, not by sight. And in order to have faith, you got you to gotta know what God is saying. You have to know what God is saying. <laughs> and just because that thing ain't produced the next day, if he has spoken it, don't mean it's not going to be produced. I'm 32 years old. This thing has been being produced in me for years. <laughs> and it still ain't done. <laughs> And it still ain't accomplished. And some people have had to wait longer than that. You got to take God on your journey with you and enjoy the process. I'm learning to just enjoy the journey and the process of just allowing God to be God in my life. And I'm so happy that he is allowing me to be able to enjoy the fact that, hey, I make mistakes. I have flaws. Sometimes I ain't going to get it all together, but God loves me. And I'm just going to keep on taking him on my journey with me. And as I go through life, I just trust that everything going to work out. <laughs> That's kind of like where I've gotten. Like, I just trust God and he's going to work everything out. I'm just going to keep giving it to him. Yep, I trust you, God. Mm -hmm. That's where I'm at. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Lord Jesus, I don't understand this uh, or this or whatever. You got to confess your confess your faults. We confess our faults one to another, but we sometimes you have to confess your faults to God in prayer. In prayer, talk to him about it so he can count. The Holy Spirit can counsel with you. He's a wonderful counselor for a reason. Sometimes we need to be counseled on some stuff. Okay? Because <laughs> sometimes life will hit you upside the head and knock you down and your confidence is shot. And God has to build that thing back up. There are things in your life sometimes that occur that would knock the confidence out of you. And you have to take God on your journey with you to, in order to rebuild your... God had to rebuild my trust. God had to rebuild my confidence. God had to rebuild my love. God had to rebuild... Just God just God would rebuild things in you. I had to rec I had to give him back into the knowledge that um, there is nothing I can do that, can, that I can make... Um, that can make God love me any more or less. Amen. So we're going to go ahead and end this podcast with a prayer. And I pray that you guys have um, really um, been taking um, heed to what is coming out of my mouth. All right. <laughs> um, so go, let's go ahead and go into in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for your love. I thank you for your joy. Thank you for your peace, God. God, give us hearts and minds to take you on our journey. Lord God, you are the awesome Father. Give us hearts to pray and to seek you. Lord God, build our faith. Build our trust. Build it up in you, Lord God. Build our confidence up in you, Lord God. And we trust you for the increase. We trust you for the overflow. We trust you for abundant living, Lord God. We trust you, Lord God. You are the awesome Father. There is none like you in all the earth. God, we thank you for being ruler and reigning supreme and wanting to bless your children. Lord God, God bless your people. Thank you for blessing your people. Thank you for everything that you've done and everything you're working out. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I pray that you will go forward and be blessed. <laughs>
You have just tuned in to the Victoriously Anointed Podcast with Lynn Stacy. You can go on various podcast platforms such as Spotify, Amazon Music, Samsung Podcasts, and listen in. You can also go on Facebook or Instagram and follow at Lynn Stacy Studios. If today's podcast has been a blessing to you, please share and remember to go forward and be blessed.